Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You are listening to the Load Management Podcast. Why? I don't know. What up, everybody? Brand new episode of the Load Management Podcast, the only complex sports podcast. Your man Chops here with Adam. Yes, this is the debut of our second episode. Big moment for us, Adam. I'm feeling good about it. Oh, you feeling very good about it or just mildly good about it, pal? I'm feeling very good about it. I am concerned that as we record this, you are wearing a tank top and I can see like your pasty white skin. I'm also concerned that you're wearing a Baker Mayfield jersey for the 9 million times since you acquired that thing last summer. So I have some questions for you as well, pal. This, this, for one, these are the new Browns jerseys. Why would I not wear my Baker Mayfield jersey? Because Adam, the reason we have the second episode is because sports are back. The NFL is back. NBA is playing. So we're here to give our picks. That's why we're doing the second episode, Adam. So why would I not wear my Baker Mayfield jersey? I want to rip that NFL 100 hat off your head that you've been wearing now for the past nine months. I want to reach the Zoom screen and rip off that Baker Mayfield jersey and that NFL 100 hat. But yes, I understand you're a little hyped for the Browns season. I understand you're, you're the football guy here. You're ready for football. You're ready for pigskin. You're ready to gamble and lose all your money because you did not have a good weekend last weekend. Right, pal? No, I'm on a hot streak right oh, now. Oh, you're, you're up. I'm you rolling. actually You added to your bankroll over Labor Day weekend. Yeah, I'm rolling. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm ready for football. Right, let's see how much money you lose this year, pal. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think... Uh, for one, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, go back and listen to our earlier episode this week, Michael Vick, NFL Preview, and we also had Trill Withers, Tyler I Am on there. Make sure you go listen to that. A lot of fun. Um, but, yes, we're here, second episode, talking NBA, NFL picks. Also, we're going to get some fan calls later in the episode. That's what this episode's all about. Picks, fan calls. It's all about you guys. So no guests this episode. We're going to keep the guests of the Tuesday episodes. We're really excited. So let's just get right into it. Adam, first one I want to talk about, Lakers-Rockets. No spread here. Just what are we thinking? Do the Lakers go up 3-1 in this uh, in this series tomorrow night? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like what James Harden's going to show up? I mean, is he going to be the apathetic James Harden that we've seen at times? Or is he going to be like, you know, the guy that uh, balls out and plays well in the fourth quarter and doesn't run out of gas? So uh, that's kind of what it comes down to me. I mean, listen. LeBron and AD, for the most part, have been pretty phenomenal and spectacular. And then game three, you had Rondo and Crusoe bang a bunch of threes, which, you know, what can you do when that – I mean, all you can do is shrug when that happens, when Rondo's hitting threes and also Crusoe is. So, I, to me, it just comes down to the, the Rockets have played relatively good defense, so not so much the other night. But if James Harden's cooking just a little bit mildly, I mean, I don't even need him to get that hot, but just play all the way through the fourth quarter, have full energy, don't be apathetic, move around, be active – and if that's the case, then I think you have an even series heading into game five. Yeah, I disagree with you. Lakers win, probably win big tomorrow night. This I think LeBron Le- stand up there. It, it, have you seen how he's playing? He's, playing he's been phenomenal. LeBron yeah, has been absolutely incredible. But I still have belief in the Rockets who have been man. playing the best defense of any team so far in the bubble. And again, as long as it's, James Harden is active the entire game and not taking plays over. off and not, and not running out of gas, I think this is going to be a six- to seven game series, not over by game five. Adam, it is over. Gentlemen sweep, Lakers in five. That's my prediction. Uh, let's get to some NFL picks because that's what everyone wants to hear. 
let's where else do we start? Thursday night football. Chiefs uh Chiefs Texans opening night. Uh nine and a half. Chiefs spread. Chiefs favored by nine and a half, Adam. Well, let's just get one disclaimer out of the way first. We're picking these games against the spread, correct? Yeah, or and straight up. I'm gonna do both, I think. I think I'm gonna do both. All right, just I just make sure the audience knows and and we're clear about this. And if you're listening, and if you follow the complex sports universe, we're also gonna have straight up picks, our straight up picks on the website tomorrow or when this is live. They're gonna be also be on the website. We do straight up picks on the website. We're gonna do some gambling picks here. Do we want to do like three? The way we the way we did last year. Do we want to pick like three games against the spread and kind of like hone in on a few of them? I think I think we should just go through them. I think right. I think people want to know. I think there's and then a lot we'll of give our action. best bets, I guess, because if you pick in if you pick in all sixteen games against the spread, that's a recipe for disaster. I think we want to give people options. I think that's the best thing to do. Right, give fine. people options. So first one, nine and a half Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans there. Chief, I'm going to take the Chiefs straight up. I think the Chiefs win, but I think the Texans cover that nine and a half. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think you're really stretching um, to lay that many points in week one without any preseason and not knowing anything and all the hype that's going to be surrounding the Chiefs getting you know back in the field. Listen, it's obviously going to be a different environment with no crowd. The home field advantage is kind of taken away. I think handicappers will adjust for that a little bit. But you got to take nine points here in the week one opener. I mean, even though the the Houston Texans offense may not be what it was last year without DeAndre Hopkins, you got to take nine points. But I agree with you. I think everyone and their mother is going to pick the Chiefs to win straight up in this Thursday night matchup. Yeah, I agree with you uh, completely. Uh, someone tweeted me and asked me for my my pick in that game. So yeah, uh, I would take oh, the te- yeah I would take the Texans in the points. Uh, let's keep it moving to our Sunday action. So that's the Thursday night football. If you're listening to this, make sure you listen tomorrow. Get that Thursday pick. Uh, Chicago, Detroit, Detroit's actually favored in this game. A little surprising. I think Detroit's favored. Mitch Trubisky starting for the bears. Uh, I'm going to go with the bears here. I think, I think bears cover and win. These division games are always tough and generally division games. I would tell you to take the points. Um, I'm not that surprised that Detroit is favored in this one. I mean, if you look at their record last year, yeah, it was pretty pathetic, and Stafford missed, what, half the season? But there's a lot of bad luck involved in the Lions' losses, so I think the Lions are a little bit better team I think, than people give I think credit they for. Were, I think they were a top-10 bad luck team by the metrics. By by by, They should have – I think they, they said they should have won eight games. They only ended up yeah. winning three, so they had a lot of bad luck. But the it fact, is the Detroit yeah. Lions. If you the Detroit get deep Lions the, have bad luck because of the Detroit Lions. That, that Very true, very true, 1 million percent. If you want to get deep into gambling, the Pythagorean – Theorem, excuse me, I can't even talk right now. Pythagorean theorem, whatever the fuck it is, um, I think predicted the the we don't. Uh, Lions. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting deep in the woods right here, but they predicted the Lions would have won. I think about eight or nine games based on their projections of every, all the analytics. So yeah, they're so better team than what they were last you, year. What are you taking here? Get through it, buddy. I told you, I'm taking the. I would say pick the Lions both straight up, and even I will. Even though I normally advise you to take points in division matchup, I'll go with the Lions. Take them the cover and win straight up. There we go. So we're, we're on the opposite side of that one. I'm taking the Bears. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is actually undefeated against the Lions. So I think he oh, keeps that Oh, how about going. that? The only team in the history of how mankind about undefeated that? against. How about that stat? A little stat okay. for you. A little stat Thursday you want me to throw one you. stat? I'm going to throw one stat at you real quick that I saw. Throw it. Stat time. Teams that win in week one reach the postseason over 50% of the time. So it is – obviously, there's some teams that get down 0-3 holes that do make the playoffs and go on ridiculous runs. But if your team's going to make the playoffs, like your Browns, who you think are going to make the playoffs at asininely, you on that bandwagon that the Browns are going to be good this year. If they lose in week one, 
tough matchup against what the Ravens, pal. And we're about that's the next game here. That's but let me oh, tell you how this. about that. What a transition. How about the, that? So the, yeah, Browns very, haven't, the Browns haven't won a week one game since 2004. Well, then they're not making the playoffs, pal. So go ahead. Pick your pick your pick this game. I mean, I mean, you're going to agree with me here. Uh, Browns plus eight. I think you have to take the plus eight. That's, <laughs> that's too much. Do you for, did you forget what you wrote on the site? You said you're that right. this is no, going to no. be closer than it's going to be. As much as I want to see the Ravens bury your Browns, oh, bury sure you them. Do. I want Lamar Jackson to rack up 400 yards passing, 100 yards rushing. Sounds like a absolutely... personal. You see, your, see, this is never gamble with personal feelings involved. Adam is breaking rule number one. Bet with your head, not with your heart. Yes. My heart is rooting for a, a burial of the Browns, a burial. But yes, as I said earlier today, Week one, with no preseason, all the unknown, you got to take as many points you possibly can. I would advise taking the Browns if you're betting against the spread with the eight points, but definitely roll the Ravens to win straight up. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, sadly, I would say that straight up, it's going to be oh, tough so for the Browns. So your squad's going to start off the season 0-1 and be no, behind I, the eight ball in terms of making the playoffs. I think I think, I think they'll be fine. I think it's going to be close when people think they'll have a chance to win. I just, I mean, new coach, new system, no preseason. They're up against it. That, that's a tough week can one we matchup. Quickly, quickly, quickly. You put out your NFL prediction. You put out your predictions for every team's NFL record yes. on the site on Wednesday. Yep. yep. You had the Browns pegged at ten and six. I did. Their Vegas over under is eight and a half. Yeah. You have them winning one and a half more games than Vegas's projection. Yeah. Because Vegas you know what that deserves, pal. What? That deserves a hand wave. All right. No well, fucking way are the Browns winning ten games. Mark it keep, down in blood. Let's keep it moving. Green Bay, Minnesota, another NFC North game starting the division. Minnesota favored by two and a half. Uh, I would take Minnesota straight up and Minnesota two and a half. I think they cover that easily. I'm with you on that one. Minnesota has had a relatively uh, even not though too- Daniel Danielle Hunter. Uh, I'm hoping they're saying his first name right. Uh, just went to IR, so they're one of their best edge rushers is going to be out. But they did just pick up uh, Yannick Ngakwe from the Jaguars, so it, it balances a little bit. But I do like the Vikings in this game. Vikings are the better team. Division game again. I'm going to generally advise. I don't know point. if they're the better I, I team. The better I, don't know team. I think they're the better this team. This is pretty even. These the are the two best teams in the division. Listen, it's not a fair quarterback matchup. We get that Aaron Rodgers is the better quarterback. I think offensively, for the most part, it's close enough. But I would give the Vikings defense a little bit more of an edge, and therefore I'll take the overall better team. Early week one matchup. Not that many points here. Have to lay here with the Vikings. I'm going to take Vikings points straight up. Yeah, and as we go through this, we're going to let you guys know. Are, are the games we really feel strongly about that we really think you should do. My first one, I think you should really do Browns plus eight. I know I sound like a homer, but I just feel like that's too many points. I think that's good value and one of the best value plays of the, of the week one. So I, I, I feel strongly about that one. Let's move on here. Uh, Indianapolis Colts minus eight uh, going against Jacksonville. Jacksonville where I don't even know if they have a team to put out there because they have traded so many players over the past year and a half. But uh, yeah, I think... I really don't love this Colts team, but I think they have a good enough defense uh, running game. Phillip Rivers can can probably get by. Uh, I would say go with the Colts to cover this eight points, even though it is eight points. Kind of that's a, a lot point. of points. I'm gonna, it's a lot I'm of points. Gonna, it's a lot of points. I'm going to believe in Minshew magic that he covers the number in but Indianapolis yes. on the road. You get Gardner Minshew still, on the road. Yeah, still, I'm going to still take Minshew magic to cover that number again because just way too many points in my opinion for a division matchup. But I, I think the Colts. You're not a big uh, Colts believer. I like Philip Rivers a lot. We'll see if he still has some in the tank. Uh, he has a better offensive line than he had uh, for the last several years. The Chargers. So if you keep him upright, you give him time to throw. He should do some damage. I think the Colts win this relatively easy, but I wouldn't be surprised if you have a backdoor cover with Minshew Magic late in the fourth quarter here. I would avoid this game. I'm going to tell people I'd, I would not bet on this game. This is one that I would not bet on this Look weekend. for a backdoor there, pal. 
let's uh let's move on. This is an interesting one. Las Vegas Raiders uh on the road in Carolina, correct? Yeah, on the road yes. in Carolina. Uh favored. Vegas is favored by three. I don't love that. I would go Carolina here. I would I, the the home team. I would go the home team as the underdogs. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way too. Again, the home field advantage a little bit thrown out here. It's not going to be the same anyway. We don't know. Well, that's the thing. We have no idea how it's going to work with the home field. Advantage. Well, when you're one of a stadium filled with sixty thousand to seventy five thousand, you know, fans, that makes a big difference. That's a big, big yeah. difference. I, I I think that we don't. I don't think Vegas knows what to do with the spreads yet. With the lack oh, no, the of spreads going to be crazy this year. Without yeah. the yeah, yeah, again, it's like you know the typical three points for a home home field advantage, like. It's a out little bit different this year. I wouldn't yeah. say it's out the window per se because travel still matters into it. Like that, yeah. that's that has to be weighed. I mean, COVID still matters. In Who knows if a guy might get COVID on it? A, does nine you know, percent? Disclaimer here. COVID disclaimer here. None of these is going to be difficult. It's going to yeah, be very difficult this year. We're, we're going into this. If there, if if a COVID thing happens, we we don't know where this will go uh, as a bet. But Adam, what are you thinking? Uh, Panthers here. Underdogs yeah, I'm going to take underdogs? the Panthers at home, getting three points. I'll take them straight up too. The whole theory about the West Coast teams on the East Coast of 1 p.m. kickoffs, um, I'm going to apply it here. Give me Carolina. Especially with, here's the thing, I think tr- teams are going to, they're not going to travel many days in advance. I think they're going to leave the day before, usually. So well, there can, was that report, remember, I, I think a month or two ago, where it's like NFL teams may travel on the day of games. Well, that, that got was the asked. case. That got I know, that got yeah, that got 86, but I'm saying but if I'm that saying, was the case. <laughs> but I'm saying, leaving the day before, that's not a lot that's of... Not, no, I mean, generally yeah, teams leave on tough. Fridays. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, let's keep rolling here. AFC East action, Miami at new England, new England favored by six and a half in Foxborough. Uh, I actually like the dolphins here. Uh, last week, week 17 last year, we all remember what had happened. Fitz magic went up there and won that game pretty much essentially knocked the Patriots out of the playoffs because it made them play the wild card game and they got stunned by Tennessee. Uh, I think Fitz magic keeps it going. I don't know if they're going to win, but I like the dolphins plus six and a half. I would have zero problem with anyone taking the Dolphins again, six and a half points here, even though it's on the road. Listen, we don't know what Cam and the Patriots are going to look like, so why the hell not? And the Dolphins have actually played the Patriots pretty tough over the last several years with Fitzmagic or whoever the hell else has been under center. So, yeah, take the points here in this division matchup. But Patriots, I think, eke out a win. Yeah, Patriots. I think Patriots win. I like the Dolphins to cover. Uh, keep it rolling. I know this is this is your upset of the week, I think. Washington football team going against the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles six and a half point favorites. Are you picking the Washington football team to win this game? No, Adam? pal. I did not pick that. Where are you, where are you getting this information from? It's in your thing. I picked the Washington football team. No way. Yeah, no. yeah you <laughs> no did. No way. The in biggest, hell. Oh no, you I'm did. Go back you and did. Ch- go back and no, check that. You, you go made into a that joke. Google Doc and double check. No, you now. made a joke about the Washington football team. If they okay. didn't have another scandalous. Uh, a fair come out. That'd yes, be I was trying to make a week. funny in the editorial yeah. copy. Yes, right, rolling with so. the Eagles here. I'll lit, again six and a half, a decent amount of points in a division matchup, but I don't give a fuck. Give me the Eagles to fly high and roll over the Washington football team. I will also go with the Eagles here. I like that. Here's my favorite bet of the week. I think other than the Browns, I really like this one. Seattle Seahawks minus two going to Atlanta. I know that the cross country travel is an issue, but I like Seattle to roll here. I, I think Seattle rolls. I would hammer that minus two. I'm going to be a hypocrite because I told you earlier that she, that generally you should take West Coast teams on the East Coast with 1 p.m. kickoffs, but I'm taking Mr. Unlimited and the Seahawks <laughs> laying two points straight up. Give me Russell Wilson, who will be the MVP of the NFL this season. 
to get off to a one and zero start. I, I think I think the actual line for this game should be at least four and a half, five points. I think uh, I, no, five is way too much, pal. That's way too much. Uh, I don't know. It's a week I, one I like, matchup. They're going across yeah, country. Yeah, they're, that's they're true. Not that, they're not that diff. They're not like they're on different tiers. Like I mean, maybe the Falcons are slightly below overall personnel, and you know the the skip. Uh, I'm explaining this poorly, but I would say yeah, I would put I, the Falcons a notch below the Seahawks. Let's go to the, not let's go to the next one. You explain that terribly. Let's I did. Go to the I next did. one. Uh, this next one, viewership for this game. I know everybody watches NFL games, but nobody is going to watch this game. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Oh, maybe people will watch. Joe Actually, Burrow's by the way, debut. pal, you skipped a game that no one's going to watch. What? Oh, I did. I'll go back to it. I'll go back to it. Uh, we'll we'll do that one. That's the the last one That's of the, the other game slate. no one will watch right? yeah. on Sunday. Afternoon. Well, actually, people people might watch this Chargers Bengals game because the debut of Joe Burrow. But they're Char- not going to seek it out. Chargers on the road, favored by three. I have no idea. I I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I would avoid this game at all costs. It gunned in my head. Chargers cover the three. I don't know though. Yeah, if I was putting, yeah, I mean, if you if you're going to, unless you're a Bengals fan or a Chargers fan, or you have some inside information, <laughs> um, I would avoid this game. Like I would plague. not bet on this game. Yeah, I don't know what to make avoid of this game. Avoid this game at all I costs. I mean, flip a goddamn coin. I don't know. I'll take the Chargers and the points, but I who fucking knows? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not loving that one. Okay, let's talk about your beloved New York Jets who are traveling. Beloved, beloved is strong, but go ahead. Traveling to Buffalo where they are six and a half point favorites. Adam, Adam, my voice is cracking a little bit because you can tell I'm excited when my voice cracks a little bit. I might I might be on the Jets here. I might be on the Jets. Six and a half is a lot. Yeah, six when I looked at the lines, um, I, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Bills fan and we were guessing the line because I hadn't looked at the lines in a little while. This is a couple weeks ago. I thought this game was going to be maybe three and a half, four point, you know, Buffalo advantage. I was shocked to see it at six and a half, and it's been bet up a little bit. Um, so I would advise taking the points here. The Bills are definitely the better team, but division matchup, the Jets aren't a disaster. They should have a better offensive line. They did upgrade the skill positions a little bit, but again, too many points here in week one. Who the hell knows? So if you're going to get this many points, I'm just going to advocate that you take them. I don't think the Jets win this game. I think the Bills eke out a win, but six and a half points. I could see Sam Darnold at least, you know, maybe if not a backdoor, keeping it close enough where the Jets, you know, be are respectable up in Buffalo. So yeah, take the six and a half, but straight up Buffalo. Moving on to the later slate of the Sunday games. Another game I really like that I think you guys should put action on. Arizona at San Francisco, 49ers favored by seven in this game. I love Arizona plus seven here. I think that spread is way too big. I think Arizona is going to be one of the surprise teams of this NFL season. I, th- I think it's going to be a close game. Arizona played them tight last season. Arizona, I think they had a double-digit lead when they played in San Francisco last year, and they ended up blowing it. You know, young team, that happens, rookie quarterback. But Kyler Murray, he's got DeAndre Hopkins now, uh, uh, Kenyon Drake. Defense is still kind of shaky, but I like Arizona plus seven here. One of my favorite bets of the week. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be on. Oh, this. there's going to be a lot of money on this. Yeah, which I is, think which a lot is of scary. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah, exactly. You don't want the public flooding one side of it, and I'm trying to bring it up right now and see how much percentage of the bets are on one side as I get a little bit deep in the woods of gambling. But yeah, I think this is going to be a popular pick for a lot of people. Therefore, I would kind of avoid it. And now that I do have the information up, I think 66% of the public is betting the Cardinals here. I would take it if you get it at seven and a half because what the hell? Who knows? 
Um, yeah. yeah, Cardinals going to be a lively underdog. I think they're going to be popular this year. And some people have gone on a limb and picked them to be a playoff team. I think a lot that's of, a they're a popular stretch. playoff pick. Yeah, they're, they're like a the trendy, sexy pick. pick out west. I don't, I don't yeah. love them that much, but I think they can give the 49ers a run for their money in week one. So why the hell not take some points? Uh, let's keep it moving. Probably the biggest game on Sunday, I would say. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Probably. Yeah, easily the biggest game. It's where Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are going to be. It's, you know, uh, the the biggest game of the weekend. I can't wait to watch it. New Orleans favored by three and a half. I believe this is the first time Tom Brady's ever not been favored in a in a game he started. Is that true? No, I, that I, no I, I don't think... Did I make that stat up? But I saw something. I saw, there was a there, crazy there's a stat. stat. Yeah, I forget the actual stat. You're onto something. I, f- I think it's a little bit of a tweak to what you're get, alluding to. But yeah, basically, like it's like once in a blue moon that Tom Brady's been an he's, underdog. He's, he's he's majority of the time he's favored. He is an underdog here. Give me the bucks plus three and a half. I don't know if I would bet this one because because I don't love that number. But if gun to the head, bucks three and a half. I'll say this: it, the game opened at with a four-point spread, and if you got it at four yeah. with the Bucks, a mil, like you should be on cloud nine because yeah. you have the hook involved, three and a half. I would advocate taking the Bucks three and a half just because that hook can come in so handy. I like the Saints a lot; they're my Super Bowl pick this year. I think they're absolutely loaded, and again, because you don't have the preseason to work out a little bit or some games and 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 uh, you know some dress rehearsals. The, yeah, like what are the Bucks really going to look like? continuity is obviously on the Saints side. So I picked the, you know, I would definitely pick the Saints to win this game straight up. But if yeah. you're getting at three and a half, take advantage of that hook and take the Bucks. 100%. I agree with you, man. Uh, Sunday night football game in what would have been a crazy debut of the SoFi Stadium in LA. Sadly, there's going to be no fans there. Which would have been ca- filled with Cowboys fans. Oh, filled with Cowboys filled. fans. Dallas is favored on the road here, and I think they should be. I think Dallas rolls over the Rams Sunday night football. Um, it's minus three. I would take that. I like that. Yeah, I mean, some places it's been bet down to two, two and a half, whatever you get it at. If you can get it below three, obviously jump on the Cowboys. I'd agree. I would lay the points and also take them straight up. Again, I lived in L.A. for three years. (laughs) I never saw one goddamn Rams jersey on the street anywhere. (laughs) Nowhere. No Ram fans in L.A. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, they just locked down Jalen Ramsey, obviously. That's a great move. I just... I, th- a- I, th- I feel like people have figured out Jared Goff to a degree, and and I don't know. The Cowboys are super talented. If the Cowboys don't make the playoffs this year, that's downright embarrassing. This this team is loaded from from front to back. They have no reason not to put together this year. If they go eight and eight again, I, I pray for Jerry Jones. Uh, Monday Agreed. night football. Monday night football. Uh, obviously, these lines could change, and they already have changed a little bit um, with it being the later games. First one, I have it as. I see the line as Pittsburgh favored by six in New York. I would go with the Giants here. Uh, I would take the Giants in the points. I don't. Big Ben's elbow worries yeah, me. Yeah, no, I mean, no, I mean, all the reports out of Steelers camp is that Big Ben um, has been throwing like old. Great, um, he yeah, looks great. Yeah, but what else? Yeah, are they again, say? it's like six points is a lot. I don't think the Giants are going to be terrible. I think they're going to flirt with like five to six wins. Although some Giants backers think they're going to win like, you know, seven or eight. I think that's a little bit too much. I'd probably advocate taking the points and I'm looking at it right now. The public is slamming the Steelers. They are loving the Steelers, but the Steelers are very I mean, it was four and a half. It went, it, it was four and a half, five. I first, I saw it. It yeah. keeps going up. I, I don't get that. I think the Giants are talented. Uh, I know our co our co host Zion, who's not here on the, on this episode, we'll hear from him on Tuesday. Big Daniel Jones fan, advocating for Daniel Jones, saying they're going to have a big year. 
I, I, I'm feeling the Giants here. As it goes up, if it gets into that seven range, I think you. Well, got no, it. a million percent. If you're gonna get six to seven points for a home team, it's, you have it's, to jump. Yeah, on six it. points. I, I would take it. I would take it in a heartbeat. Even that Steelers defense is very good. They might have the best defense in the league. Well, I mean, I hope to God it's upgraded over the past several years because the Steelers' defense has been atrocious recently. But again, the all indications out of camp is that Big Ben is back to being Big Ben. If that's the case, I definitely pick them to win. But I can't, I, I can't not take six points in a Week One home matchup like that. Exactly. Uh, last game of the week. This one was a pick 'em. It's recently now gone to I see it as Tennessee minus two, Tennessee one and a half. Uh, after the Von Miller news sucks, Von Miller, one of the best players in the league broke his ankle or a tendon in his ankle. looks like he's going to, if not most of the season, going to miss the season, which really sucks. And this, that has moved the line. Uh, regardless, even if it was a pick I would have picked the Titans here. I, I don't know why it would have been a pick uh, I like Tennessee in this matchup. Uh, I think they just have too much continuity and they got, you know, clowny on the, on the defensive line. Uh, I, th- I would take Titans in the points here. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the way to go. Uh, it's, the Titans are a better overall team than the Broncos on paper. I mean, Drew Locke, can he actually do what he did last year consistently? Who knows? But no Von Miller. Not much of a home field advantage of the crowd up there, though he's still the altitude. I, yeah, I mean, I'll take the Titans here. I don't, I, I'm not going to break this down like a fucking football expert. I'll just take the Titans. <laughs> take the Titans. Uh, so, Adam, what are your three favorite bets of the week? You, you want me to go first and then you go? Yeah, go ahead. Give, give your best okay, bets. So, my, my f- three favorite bets of the week. Cleveland plus eight. I think you. I think and I'm not trying to be a homer. I am wearing a Baker Mayfield jersey right now. I'm not trying to be a homer. I I just think that's too big of a number for a division game. Cleveland beat Baltimore last year in Baltimore. They know how to win there. I think they can do it again. So that Cleveland plus eight, Seattle minus two at Atlanta. I really like that. I think Russell Wilson's going to make a statement right off the bat. I really like that. And then New York Giants plus six Monday Night Football. Uh, I think those are my my best bets of the week. I think those are the ones you should be on. Obviously, we gave picks for everything, but those are my three favorites. Adam, what do you got? Two dogs for you and one favorite. Give me the Dolphins plus seven right now. If you know, Ideally, you can get at seven, open up at that. I'd see mostly six and a half. If you can still get at seven, that's great. The other dog I'm going to tell you to take is I'm going to tell you to load up on the Texans. I think everyone and their mother is oh, going to yeah. be taking the Chiefs. But if you're getting at nine or nine and a half, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, there's just way too many points for this the, kind of the matchup. Thing is, uh, that one's just tough because emotions are going to be running high. There's going to be fans. The Chiefs are going to have fans tomorrow, tonight. But it ain't going to be typical Arrowhead it's, pandemonium. It's, it's not, but they're, the, the banner's going to drop. Everybody's no. going to be excited. And that could play either way. That could play either way where it they could. get too hyped up and they, and they, yeah. they play dumb. But I, I don't know. I Like I said, I like Houston nine and a half right there. You like it as one of your best bets. Yeah, I just, again, it's the most points on the board. And when you're getting almost 10 points for a borderline playoff team, which you can make the case the Texans are. Not even like, borderline. I, I would put the Texans in playoff. Uh, well, I mean, you know, between the Titans, between the Colts and the Texans, it's, it's going to be a dogfight to win that division. Um, yeah. But in general, yeah, for a borderline playoff team to get 10 points in a matchup like that, you have to take that. Like, you, you're a fucking idiot, in my opinion, if you don't. So give me the Texans. And then the final game I'm loving is, again, Mr. Unlimited in, <laughs> in Atlanta. Give me the Seahawks. And if it's at one and a half, which it is some places right now, jump on that line. Load up the yeah. Seahawks. Do it. We're trying to make you guys some money. We're going to make some money. Uh, you know, that's what we do. So we're going to be doing this every week. I'm excited. Uh, hopefully you guys make some money. Like I just said, 
Let's get to some fan calls, Adam, because that's the other half of this this second episode is we're going to give you guys picks. We're going to give you guys gambling advice, but then we also want to hear from you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So let's get to our fan calls. You guys have been calling in. The hotline's on fire. Phone number's in the description. Hit us with any questions, gambling tips, NFL thoughts, NBA hot takes, anything. Anything you want to get off your chest. Call in, and we're going to react to it. So let's get to some calls. LeBron has to be the MVP. Giannis cannot be the MVP. Why? Because in four games, before before this man was hurt, you know, obviously four games they lost. Four games they lost to Jimmy Butler and the second-rate Miami Heat. No way can you give it to Giannis when they were losing with him before he got hurt. That's the number one thing. He was losing before he was hurt. Would LeBron allow that to happen at 35 years old? Almost 20 years in the league. You know what I'm saying? You're over 15 years in, and you decide to drop 26 points and a half and slant. Get out of here. LeBron, 100%, MVP 2020. I'll let you take the floor, Mr. LeBron, Stan. I mean, is he wrong? I feel bad. Yes, I, he's, I, he's, I, he's 100% wrong, but go ahead. I'm, I, I feel bad for Giannis at this point, and as you guys will hear on our Tuesday episode, we have a very special guest, a NBA Hall of Famer champion who has some not very kind words for Giannis. Uh, so I think people are at this point piling on Giannis. Uh, but to Alexander's point, who just called in, LeBron could be the MVP every single year. He is the definition of most valuable player to any franchise. It, it, that is what it is, Adam. That's that, that's just my take on it. Okay. Um, Alexander, you are 1,000% incorrect. Um, I'll start first and foremost that the voting for the MVP um, has been done in the playoff performances. Oh, yeah, it's, it's zero So that's number one. That's number one. Number two, if you look at Giannis's plus minus and his difference in how the Bucks performed when he was on the court compared to when he was off offensively and defensively, he was more impactful to his team than LeBron was, even though the difference when LeBron was on and off the court for the Lakers was pretty massive itself. But overall, with the defense that Giannis plays, the offense and how he's the absolute focal point of that offense and the fact that he's lifted them up Albeit in the East, a little bit easier than the West, to those levels, those historic levels, Giannis, what he does on both sides of the court and the difference he makes, plus, minus, analytically, on and off the court, those those differences, um, he deserves MVP. And, yes, the media gets tired of giving the guy the MVP the same, you know, year after year, and you can easily make the case, as Chops just said, that LeBron should be the MVP until he's basically in a wheelchair. But, no, Giannis should be your back-to-back MVP, and all you LeBron stands need to fall the fuck back. 
Gian- hey, Giannis can accept the award in Cancun because he's no longer. In the <laughs> there you let's, go. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the next. Let's get to a next call. I'm a lifetime Dallas Mavericks fan, um, and quite frankly, I've never been this excited about Dallas Mavericks basketball. I think that Luka Doncic is a uh, a superstar player. Um, I think that we have not seen this type of talent player and I think that if he remains healthy throughout his career he will go down as one of the greatest basketball players of all time um, same with the the young uh, the NBA is in gray hands uh, with Trey Don Jason Tatum all I think you're going to see more marketability from this generation of basketball players than any generation previously that's all I got to say I think there's a requirement that our li- listeners call in when they're like absolutely just blitzed out of their mind high. Like, like I love it. Hey, do it. Do what you do. Do what you do. But uh, Marty, uh, huge Mavs fan calling in. I, I, you can't hate on Luca. I mean, I think as a Mavs fan, why wouldn't you be super excited right now? Here's my thing. Shout out to our coworker Pierce Simpson. Mavs sleepy Giannis team, S- sleeper Giannis team to get Giannis. I think. So my question for Marty is. Is you smoking dust? Because where were you in 2011 when the Mavs won a fucking championship, pal? How is that not the pinnacle of your Mavs fan? That, that's true. That How are you is more true. excited that about Luka true. now than when you won a championship over LeBron and D-Wade? One of the Chris best Bosch. championships in Jesus NBA Christ, history. Pal, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe Marty's yes, young. Luka, maybe... you should be excited about Luka. He's fucking phenomenal. A lot of fun to watch. But Marty, yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> a little fucking perspective here, pal. Throw on some Dirk tapes, Marty. Uh... Yeah, I think as far as just the stars now, I mean, yeah, the NBA is in a good place with the young stars. Donovan Mitchell showed out, Jamal Murray showing out, Jason Tatum. I think I think the NBA is in a good place. I don't. But think... they're gonna market the fuck out of Luca because oh, Luca, Luca's gonna be yes. the face. Luca's gonna Luka's, be. Luca's either gonna be elite. the most beloved player or the most hated player, and it's gonna have to do, unfortunately, with he, you know race. He needs he needs to, he needs to stop whining a little bit. He needs to stop whining. Listen, a the entire bit. NBA needs whining. to stop whining. They complain about every mm-hmm. fucking call. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got one more call. I think let's get to this last call. Again, this this episode is all about y'all. So we're going to give our picks, and we want to hear from you guys. So call in. Uh, let us know what you want to talk about. So let's get to one more call. We got uh, – I think this is Philip. This is an interesting one. This is about the Sixers, I think, Adam. What's going on, guys? I got two fresh hot takes for you. Tobias Harris and Al Horford might have been the worst two signings in the National Basketball Association history, in the history of it. In the history of the NBA, it was the worst two most horrific signings throughout the entirety of the league. And second is Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert stinks. The fact that he was an all-star and defensive player of the year two times in a row is, a, is an embarrassment to the NBA because I can name you 100 defenders off the top of my head better than Rudy Gobert. You can make a list of 100 defenders better than Rudy Gobert. Starts off with Anthony Davis, Joe Embiid, Giannis Ndetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Ben Simmons, Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Patrick Beverly. The list goes on and on. He stinks. He's so god-awful and pathetic on offense that we just love to, to hype up his defense even though he's so bad and they get so much attention because Donovan Mitchell is going to be one of the next best young guards in the NBA so we love to say oh look at Rudy Gobert's defense he stinks Philip, I love it let's the, the Gobert hate is is fresh I love it I love that intensity which so which part of his rant do we want to take first Gobert or I, Tobias I think, I, think I mean the Gobert thing is I mean However you feel about Rudy Gobert, I, there's not a hundred defenders better than players. Okay, that are yes, that deserves a massive handway, yeah. Philip. Yeah, Jesus Christ, a, come on, pal! I can bring up a lot of people. Hunter's I can bring up defensive win shares and defensive rating where he was top ten in the NBA this year, last year, the previous several will, years. I, so that assertion is ridiculous. I will say that Rudy, 
I will say that Rudy is overrated as a defender in what he does, but a hundred's a little bit of a stretch, Philip. A million uh, percent as, a stretch. As far as the other take, I, I, Philip, I don't know if you're a, a Sixers fan or not, but yeah, the Al Horford. Well, Tobias Harris wasn't a free agent. He they traded for, which is even worse. I feel like trading, giving up assets for a guy that doesn't work out is almost even worse than signing him as a free agent and giving him money. Uh, I, and obviously, they did give uh, Tobias money, so they made it even worse. They traded for him, gave up assets, and then gave him a huge contract. Uh, the Al Horford thing didn't work. They need to figure out how to trade Al Horford immediately. If you can also trade Tobias Harris, look into doing it. Uh, I, I don't really see that. I don't worst all time. I don't know if that's worst all time. I will say this. I personally like Tobias Harris a lot. He's a great guy, um, but he's he going to get slandered and destroyed, and, and rightfully so. I mean, great for him that he got money, but, yeah, he's, it's going to be tough living up to that contract. And the Horford signing was horrendous to exacerbate the situation there in Philly. But if Philip, I, I, was he a Sixers fan? Did he, did he declare I, that? I don't know. He was, he was, I'm Phillip assuming was he's a Sixers fan because he's so – although he was very pissed about Rudy Gobert. But let's just assume yeah. that Philip is a Sixers fan, and therefore he should be familiar with the Atlantic Division. Are you familiar with the team up in New York, the New York Knicks? Are you familiar <laughs> yeah. with Jerome when, when fucking t- James, who is the worst goddamn <laughs> signing in the history of mankind, pal? Tobias Harris and Al Horford actually can move. They actually are breathing, living individuals that contribute. Now, albeit not up to their dollar value and what they should be, but they actually contribute to the team. Jerome James, the Knickerbockers signed eons ago, did nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Jerome James Tripped is the worst signing in Tripped, NBA history. Uh, I, Not Al Horford pro- and Tobias Harris. I'd have to probably agree with you. Nice trip down memory lane there for some Nick slander. I love it. Uh, Adam, second episode in the books, our first one. I'm excited. This, this yes, please keep the phone calls coming. We will slander you if you have terrible takes, but I'm gonna we'll drop the number real quick. It's in the description, but call us up at 212-906-4495 and get your hot takes off, and we will either praise you or slander you on a weekly basis. There it is. Uh, again, Listen to those, you know, those gambling takes. We're here for you guys. We're, we're, we're all trying to make some money. And you can rake us over the coals if we have shitty gambling picks, too. We're, we're, we, yeah. have to, we have thick skin. We're, we're here for it. Yeah, and we're, you know, it's early in the season. We're, we're, we're trying to work out the kinks. Uh, not everybody's perfect, so let's get through it. We appreciate you guys listening. Again, go listen to our earlier episode this week. Michael Vick, Tyler I Am, Trill Weather is really fun. Guest episode is going to be Tuesday. Thursdays, it's going to be all about this, all about you guys. Tell them who we have next Tuesday. Uh, should, I, should I reveal of it? Of course next you Tuesday? should, yes. We already I'm revealed it on the website. Oh, okay. If it's real on the website, Kevin Garnett, Tuesday. Very fun interview coming. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, until then, we'll see you guys later. Special thanks to our producer, Josh Dodd, our associate producer and sound engineer, Jasmine Plata, our production manager, Chantel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, who gets us all our great guests, our director of talent relations, Kristen Price Harrell, who also gets us the great guests, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart. Shout out to the main man in charge, our GM, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. 
we're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.